Hello, this is Marcelo Pico, founder of the Talk Film Society and host of several podcasts on the Talk Film Society podcast network. Here to introduce the latest episode of Marking the Marks with Marcus and Marcelo. This is episode four, in which Marcus and I cover SummerSlam 2019. This was originally published on our Patreon on August 28th, 2019. Now it's on the free feed. If you want to hear more of Marking the Marks with Marcus and Marcelo, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety. Check out more episodes, check out film commentaries, bonus episodes, all of that. Just for you. Now, please enjoy this episode of Marking the Marks with Marcus and Marcelo. Welcome, everyone, to the most muscles and Patreon exclusive podcast on Talking Society Podcast Network. Welcome to Marking the Marks, Marking the Marks with, with Marcus, Marcus and, and Marcelo. Hello, Marcus. Hello, Marcelo. Oh, how are you doing this fine evening? God, so good. God, so good. I'm I'm doing God so good too. I'm actually pretty good. I I just I just came back from work. Um. I have to apologize because I got onto the mic pretty late. Uh, I said 10 minutes and it ended up being like 30, but no, I mean, we're here. We're here. Um, but hey, uh, it was a nice, I had a nice day at work. Wasn't stressful. How about you, Marcus? Yeah, I just sat here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've been sitting in that same spot since we last just recorded. sitting right here. Like, I know we're going to record later. I don't want to risk ever being late to it. I'm just going to sit in this chair and hold the microphone up to my mouth until since we're ready. episode three, you've been sitting in that same spot. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Since, uh, what was it? Because I know we're going to record in the future. I, I got to be safe. Yeah, so you're going you're gonna to sit there until the next pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, which I have no idea what the next one is, actually. Um, uh, uh, hey, for, for, for new listeners, we're talking WWE, mostly. We're talking wrestling, yeah, primarily. Yeah. Um, and we've been doing episodes on the monthly WWE pay-per-views. And yeah, uh, this episode is SummerSlam 2019. Yes, that's, that's the gimmick. That's the that's the t- main topic of this episode. Uh, Marcus, introduce yourself. I am Marcus, Good and we job. are here to talk about SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> are you a wrestling fan, Marcus? Yeah. That was a bad time for me to take a drink. I was just expecting <laughs> you to talk more. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, like wrestling. Uh, talk more. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like wrestling. And uh, we're going to move on. So much to talk about this month, Marcelo. Okay, yes. I am a wrestling fan. Yes, uh, we primarily talk about wrestling. And Marcus is, a, I think, bigger wrestling fan. Yeah, I'm a wrestling fan. We're just from two different eras. I'm from the older <laughs> era. Marcus is from the current era. That's the gimmick. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Right. I've been watching for about a year and a half or so. And I watched and, uh, back 20 years ago. 
Um, so that that's our picking gonna, up again this year. I always want to reset every episode just just in case nobody knows what the yeah. That's fair. That's, that's probably a fair thing to the do. The hell's going on? You know, I shouldn't uh, try to negate it like <laughs> I do. Like every new podcast I do, I go, "Who are we? What are we doing? And what's the gimmick?" Okay, I think I think people by now I think people know by now what's going on in this episode. And and, and hey, uh, wrestling trivia for you. Uh, oh yeah, it, gimmick. We, we start gimmick. Out, yeah, we start gimmick out, is a wrestling word. We start out every podcast with wrestling trivia. We've been doing <laughs> yeah. it since episode one. So gimmick. What's the definition of gimmick in wrestling? Gimmick means uh, like your character. Oh, so like uh, yeah, a thing you have, a thing you do. I think we joked around about us having alter egos, wrestling names. Um, back like when we started this, and I should have wrote those down because um, we have gimmicks. Uh, yeah, we did. We, we did do that. We have already established gimmicks. Hey, listeners, loyal listeners of this show, if you know what those are, at at them at the accounts at marking the marks on Twitter at marking. Get the marks. that plug in early at marking the marks at Twitter. Spell it. How do you spell it? Uh, yeah, M A R K I N G the T H E. M A R C S marks. That's important. M A R C C S marks. Because that's right. our names. All right. So trivia. Boom. Done. Out of the way. That segment. That segment is done. All right. Now, next segment. The news. Current events. Today is April twenty. No, sorry, August twenty first, twenty nineteen. What's going on in wrestling, Marcus? Oh my God! So much. Uh. We're going to start with the biggest news and then work our way down. That's a smart strategy, right? Yeah. And I, um, I, I'm trying to come up with, like, what's the – because there's been so much news. I don't know what, what the biggest news is. I'm excited to hear what you consider the biggest news. Clearly, number one ranked news. Uh, NXT previously only oh, available on the right. WWE Network yes. is moving to USA Network Wednesdays Ooh. And- to directly compete – with all elite wrestling starting in October. Uh, this NXT show is starting in September to get a little head start. It's Being a little tricky there. It's a hell of a power move by WWE. You betcha. Uh, WWE, of course. Uh, it's okay. I always get this mixed up when I talk about wrestling. Okay, Marcus. So what is WWE? Should I just call it the company WWE? Yeah, okay, sure. Because I don't know what you're getting at here. Uh, I, you'll, you'll you'll understand here in a second. NXT is that a brand? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. WWE is the parent company, kind of, and, and NXT and they have is their brand. brands or whatever. Yeah, yeah. because like Raw, Raw and SmackDown. yeah, Raw is a brand, SmackDown is a brand, NXT is a brand. NXT is like the uh, beginner stomping grounds. Yeah, that's kind of what it was, but now. Like, it's going to be on real television, and I, I don't know if it would continue to be that. It's got to be, like, a place where they have their own stars, you know? I did. I did it might some, just be, like, a third brand. It's kind of cool. I did some quick research on it um, when the news broke because the WWE sent me a personal email saying, Hey, Marcelo, NXT right. is now going to be on USA. Uh, on we have the day. inside scoop here. Yeah, exactly. It's not because I subscribe to WWE Network and I just get those... Uh, emails all the time. No, I think they personally sent me that email because they knew I host a wrestling podcast. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I okay. Do you know the history behind NXT? Like the like where it was shown? E- yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so it started like, I kind of know this from like six or seven, eight years ago, it started as directly like what we said, it was supposed to be like a developmental territory for, and then they'd eventually get called up to the big leagues of raw and SmackDown or whatever, what have you. And the way it started in the beginning was like, it was like a, a legit reality show where they paired up. Uh, a newcomer with like an old veteran. And I think you like voted every week for who you like best or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That, that is odd. Did, did we, yeah. that, that was like what, seven years ago. So you, you never saw those episodes. Did you? No, don't, no, I haven't. No. no. Are, are they available on the WWE network? Yep. Yeah, they are. Interesting. <clears throat> okay. I so. thought about like going back to watch all the old pay-per-views, but it's just, who has the time, you know? Uh, clearly not you, Marcus, because you watch nope. 20 hours of I gotta sit in this chair. <laughs> and watch wrestling. <laughs> when you're not waiting for me to do a podcast, you're watching every hour of wrestling that they right. show every week. Okay, so it began as a reality TV show. Then where, then where did it go? What happened to it? And then it kind of morphed into its own thing, where it was still this developmental territory, but it had more of its own identity and was kind of more of a... Uh, Oh, and it eventually became like a very, it probably started pretty quickly, actually, like a very, very, like, it's not run by Vince McMahon, like uh, Raw and SmackDown typically are. Uh, it's like the head of creative is Triple H. and Good old Triple it, H. Yeah, Triple H. And uh, it does typically, like, it is typically kind of better. Then regular WWE TV and stuff, they have like tighter storylines and that they actually follow through with and plan out <laughs> and W and the like regular WWE TV does not do that very often. And, uh, yeah, I'm guessing, well, the only NXT thing I, I saw was like, well, a few matches, um, with Becky Lynch that you recommended, uh, months ago now. And then, and also mm-hmm. the NXT, what was it, uh, that pay-per-view, yeah, we watched the takeover in our lost episode. In the lost episode, um, right? Yeah, and it, yeah, it's it it definitely has a different feel from regular WWE, and I liked it. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, I mean, they're obviously all like younger wrestlers. There's like a bit more energy to them, and uh, interesting storylines. Now, okay, so an- another thing I read about the history, it's like wasn't it on a Hulu for a bit, like a Hulu exclusive? Was it? I have no. I have no idea about that. I believe it was. I just. I just looked at the Wikipedia page, Mark, because that's my. That's my depth of research. But okay, regardless of all that, do you think Vince McMahon will now have? Will now like take this as a priority? As like, hey, he's clearly doing it to compete with AEW, right? Right. Right. So do you think he'll make it his mission now to oversee more of what's going on at NXT? I, I would. I would have to assume, sure. It's all kind of rumor and whatever at this point. They they have been trying to say like, no, no, it's definitely staying the same. But in there's a way, no way it's our, it's our, like yeah, there's no way that's possible. And they are already changing it. Like previously, it was every Wednesday. It was a one hour show, and it was pre taped. They'd film like a month of shows. It's fil- It's filmed at a uh, Full Sail University in Florida. Mm-hmm. And they'd tape like a month of shows in a day and and they'd do that every month. And uh now it's becoming a live two hour show. Wow. 
And so, yeah, like even, even just doing that in that way, it becomes harder to make it probably, I would assume. Yeah. So even if really nothing does change creatively, which I assume it will, even if that doesn't, it will change anyway, you know? That is they got to fill that extra time. Yeah. Uh, you have the, uh, you're, you're, you're keeping, uh, the, what am I trying to say? Keeping tabs. You're, 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 you're checking on the pulse of the WWE fans. What do they make of this? Marcus? I've seen it both ways. You know, people are excited that it brings like a lot bigger audience to the thing that they like so much, but also people are <laughs> afraid that it will change and, won't be as good and that is those are both very valid uh that's a very valid fear i know well i guess we shall see how it goes because uh when when is it happening september yeah september uh i don't know the date here but they did announce the actual date it's in it's in four weeks all right look it up weeks from look it up people Four uh, weeks from the day of recording, actually. <laughs> so just figure out the day we recorded this. We won't tell you. No, no way. But figure it out. I actually did just say it ten minutes ago. So if if you're interested, <laughs> rewind ten minutes and hear me say what I said. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's big news. Yeah. AEW uh, versus NXT. Um, what else? What else? What else has been happening in wrestling, Marcus? Uh, WWE bring back the King of the Ring tournament, That's which right. Marcelo we have talked about in the past. We it have. is that was a thing he used to like watching, and you watched it uh, during our Paul Blart commentary. Yes, uh, yeah. Which uh, listeners of the show, if you like the show and uh, you don't know, the Paul Blart commentary is like an extra episode of the show. Exactly. It's 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 in the series. It's like a crossover thing. I. I have been doing a series of commentaries for the Patreon, but I figured why not have Marcus. Now the plan was just to have Marcus and me do Paul Blart, but then I'm like, okay, let's just make this like a spinoff, a bonus episode of marking the marks. And I just watched the 1998 King of the ring alongside Paul Blart. Mm -hmm. And if Jesse, good old Jesse, and if if he's listening, (laughs) okay, this is just for him. Okay. And I'm not going to say, who other than it's just Jesse. Okay, Jesse knows who he is. If you're listening, Jesse, I did watch Paul Blart, okay? Okay? I've seen that movie twice now. Once, back when we first tried to do that commentary, like, three years ago. <laughs> um, and then the second time was with Marcus, uh, and I watched it alongside King of the Ring. I was paying attention to but I can do two things at once, okay? Okay? Jesse's saying I only watched... I was like, watching wrestling instead. No. I watched both Paul Blart and King of the Ring. Hey, and you know, speaking of Jesse, actually, uh, there's been kind of a controversy about this show, whether or not it exists. Or people <laughs> <know that> it <laughs> exists. Uh, I just, I just want to clear that up right now. The show does exist. It is real. You are listening to it. I hope somebody's listening. To it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope somebody. I hope you are listening to this. You know. I yeah uh, I was I was gonna talk to you off mic about this Marcus I think sooner sooner than later I'm gonna put these on the on the free feed um, right and just do bonus episodes um uh for Patreon because okay uh, uh I think more people will be listening to this in the future so don't worry Marcus and listeners there'll be more of you <laughs> listeners <laughs> yeah yeah you'll have more people to talk to you <laughs> when you're at work you can look you can not feel alone and thinking you're the only one listening yeah you can you can yeah. go to your coworker and say 
Have you listened to the new Marking the Marks with Marcus and Marcelo? And you can be, and you can be guaranteed they'll go, absolutely. I'm, li- I'm yes. listening to it right yes. now, is what they'll say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the King of the Ring is come, it yes. has okay, come yeah. back. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of King of the Ring. That was that yeah. whole point of that story. Yeah, I, 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 it was a pay-per-view back in, like, the... I forget how long it ran, like... 80s, 90s, early 2000s, and then they just stopped. I don't know why. They just stopped. Yeah. It's been a while, but now it's back. Marcus, tell us about it. Yeah, it's been like six or seven years since the last time they did it. I think the last time was 2013, maybe. And uh, yeah, they brought it back on Monday and Tuesday. They're doing, they're still doing a week one, uh, like first round matches. There's however many people in it. And uh, um, yeah, for those who don't know, yeah, it's just a tournament. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a tournament. I don't, I don't know what you lead up towards. I don't know if you just become the king of the ring and that's that's its own thing, or if it, you get like a championship opportunity no, it, or something. Uh, uh, as far as I remember, and this is just me knowing it just through like 2002. Like for me, um, well, no, as far as I know, it used to just be just a a title. No, uh, no championship. Uh, n- n- no chance of like you know uh, getting a championship title match with anybody. It's just a breaking rights, I guess. Like I'm the king, right? Of the yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so yeah, they've done uh, four matches of that. All, all four of them have been pretty good, I'd say. And uh, yeah, it's going to. I believe uh, you asked earlier what the next pay per view is. The next pay per view is Clash of Champions, and I believe that's where the finale is going to be. Ooh, okay. So they're not at Clash of Champions. They're not officially bringing back King of the Rings pay per view. They're just doing it. No, yeah, it's like week over week on the TV. Yeah, as like a side, on the TV side quest on the uh, on the brands. Yeah, SmackDown and Raw, right? Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm guessing along with and we talked about this I think last time, along with them doing that Raw reunion and getting more extreme. Yeah, with like the Raw and SmackDown change of creative uh, uh, leads, right? I guess, you know. Yeah. Is Eric Bischoff and who's the other guy? Uh, Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Is yeah, yeah. Raw. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, with, with them overseeing it now. It's all just a gamble for more ratings, right? You know, bringing, bringing back King of the Rings, you know, this nostalgia factor. So Yeah, for certain. Yeah. For certain. So it's all, it, it's all, it's all calculated. It's all calculated. Um, okay, King of the Rings back. What else? What's, what else is happening, Marcus? Um, I told you about this. I don't know if you watched it. It's not that important, but <laughs> uh, straight up Steve Austin premiered on USA. Oh, no. It's after Roz. <laughs> it's after Roz. And uh, it's just a stupid show. Uh, Steve Austin interviews like celebrities while doing dumb shit around his ranch or whatever. Like he had a uh, Rob Riggle on and they crushed cars with tanks and then they shot pieces of those cars with a minigun <laughs> and they ate chicken and drank beer <laughs> and while while stone cold was interviewing rob riggle about his life or whatever you know i should watch that show i should yeah it's it, it, honestly it is really really fun like you know they're just shooting guns and driving tanks and uh the next the next week was sal volcano from uh Impractical Jokers. I don't know if you watch that show. I like it a lot. 
Um, I uh, I occasionally no I, w- I won't even say occasionally I have seen like three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a fun show. But anyway, he had one of the guys on from Impractical Jokers, and he like drove like a a jeep thing that turned into a into a boat. It was like a land land and water vehicle. And uh, I don't know, it was just fun. They're doing stupid stuff, and uh, yeah, drinking wow. drinking broken Spook Skull IPA, <laughs> Steve Austin's Steve Austin's beer brand. Now, while I haven't seen that show, and, and what's the show called again? Uh, Straight up Steve Austin. Straight up Steve Austin on USA. Um, mm-hmm. Characters welcome. Uh, I <laughs> I haven't seen that show, but what I have seen, Marcus. Marcus, I have seen yeah. the Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, Hot Ones episode. I forgot. I did not watch that. That I, that I sent you. And I go, let's just talk about this for the entire episode, next episode. And I did not do my due diligence How and watch you? it. How dare so you? So you tell me about it. <clears throat> what did he do? Did he, did he eat those wings? He ate those wings like a champ. Damn. Damn. He went through all of them and barely... He did not break a sweat, actually. So... Uh, for those who don't know, the hot ones is that is that is that you know the 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 show where they just eat hot wings and that's that's the gimmick, right? Um, Even my, if you don't know it, you've probably seen gifts, a clip yeah. of Idris Elba <laughs> wings that I still don't know what he said because I've never clicked on it, <laughs> but it's going Marcus, around. This that is the that to me is like the meme of the moment for me. Uh-huh. I every time I watch that little it's like a five second clip of Adris Elba on Hot Ones. And I watch and I and I watch that episode just to watch him do that in in the in the episode. But if you guys listening, if you don't know, I don't know where you've been. Okay. You're not on Twitter, not on Facebook, but you're missing out on quality content. Just look up Idris Elba, Hot Ones, you know, uh wings, eating, whatever, and you'll see him. Like, like him choking. Like, ah, 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 then it just goes, holy shit. <laughs> it's funny. Okay, but no. Okay, getting to my main point. Oh, I, I did spend an afternoon watching a lot of Hot Ones episodes after that Steve Austin episode. It's a good show. Um, yeah, it's fun. I've seen a few of them. Uh, I, I highly recommend the uh, Aubrey Plaza one because she is incredible. And what she does on that episode is beyond words. It's it's odd, weird, and dare I say, sexy. Um, but Stone Cold Steve Austin, his episode was very informative. He's well spoken. He has a podcast, right? I haven't listened to any episodes. I may have listened to just one episode a long time ago. Do, do you listen to his his uh, podcast, Marcus? I've listened to one episode of it. Yeah, as well. I mean, yeah, it, it, I, I, it, he is a well spoken gentleman. And uh, he's obviously not the character in real life that he played on uh, TV uh, in the WWE. And uh, the interviewer on the show, on Hot Ones, uh, asked him some really good questions. And I, I found out a lot. I found out a lot about him and wrestling. And, uh, yeah, it was a good good time. So I recommend that episode. If you're a fan of wrestling, if you're a fan of Stone Cold... Fan celebrities eating hot wings, then I, rec- I recommend that Hot Ones episode of Stone Coasty Austin. There you go. Uh, and I also learned a lot about his show, Straight Up Steve Austin, because he's promoting that show on that episode. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right. So that is Stone Coasty Austin news. Uh, anything else, Marcus? 
Um, Ronda Rousey cut her finger off. What the hell? That's about it. And then we can move on. Okay, let's move on. on. (laughs) I don't even want to know to what extent she cut her finger off. Let's just leave it there. Um, okay. What is the next uh pay per view? By the way, have you talked? Have you said that already? Yeah, we did. Uh, the next pay per view is Clash of Champions. That's right, Clash of Champions. Yeah. Do you know the date on that? No. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll look it up. Clash of Champions. Okay, I want to ask you this about Clash of Champions. Um, what what is it? <laughs> what's the gimmick? What's what's the thing that they do on Clash of Champions? Um, you know, every year they do Survivor Series, and that's like the two brands coming together, and you could call that Clash of Champions. You know, you could you could you could theoretically call that Clash of Champions. It's like the two brands coming together to fight each other. Okay, so it's just right. The You're t- aware of that. Uh, wait, <clears throat> what's the question? <laughs> <laughs> You're aware of Survivor Series. Yes, okay, that's the question. Yes, and that's like the two brands coming together to fight each other. Let right? me ask you this. <clears throat> oh my god, yeah. Okay, I'm putting you on the spot here. This is this is hot seat with Marcus and Marcelo. Um, Survivor Series. They, they still do it, right? Yep. Okay. Now, as far as I know... I just hit my mic. As far as I know, you know, watching old Survivor Series uh, uh, pay-per-views and playing video games and, you know, uh, all that, isn't Survivor Series just a type of match? Like, okay, and this is what I know. This is what I understand it to be, Survivor Series, is three is a three, no, six-man tag team where it's three versus three. Okay. Am I crazy? Is like is is that still a thing, or has it ever been a thing, or what am I talking about? Survivor Series is a pay per view, <laughs> but it is also a type of match. Okay, Survivor okay. Series is like <sighs> they they uh, they uh, get like a two teams, like one person representing Raw, and there's like five guys from each. You know. Okay. Okay. And they're like, oh, Raw's the better one, and I'm gonna beat you guys because you're you wear blue or whatever. Okay, so I was close. I mean, yeah, it's it's still kind of the same. Yeah, yeah, and um, so Clash of Titans is or Clash, yeah, sorry, so Clash, Clash of Champions. Champions. So yeah, yeah. So anyway, back to my point. Uh, <laughs> you've heard of Survivor Series? Yes. Okay. Oof. That was and, yes. And you, got that and across, you could yeah. theoretically call it because that's two two brands coming together to clash. You could theoretically call that the Clash of Champions, correct? Sure. Yes. Let's now go let me tell you what Clash premise. of Champions is. Yes. Okay. It's just another pay-per-view. There's nothing special about it. Oh, right. It's just a name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, is, is is it... Okay, but it is... Is his brands coming... Is his brands going off against each other, though? No. No? What? Okay, what? what? No, it's just another pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's no gimmick. It's just another pay-per-view. I don't know what just happened. Folks listening, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Marcus is trying to... He's trying to... What's, what's a wrestling term for putting you on the ropes? Is it just called putting you on the ropes? <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> All right. When is Survivor Series, by the way? Um, one of these days, you know. Typical. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I do a lot of research and I do I take a lot of notes. I don't think you're going to ask me when the specific date of a pay per view, three pay per views away is. <laughs> I am always so confident that you know the answer. I'm not, I don't. I I'm don't. Not, I'm, it, it's it's my inquisitive nature. To always ask when things are, <laughs> I I do bet like okay. It, it says it here is, it says here last year was November, so I'm guessing it's every right, yeah, November. It, it comes between like there's like there's like 
theory, there's like four big pay-per-views. There's Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, yeah. SummerSlam. It says here and, Survivor uh, Series hits Survivor every series November. Is, yeah. 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 Okay. So it's in November. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I should write down the pay-per-views and what months they are just to have them here. I should have like a handy guide. For God's sakes, I do a Lord of the Rings podcast. I do a wrestling podcast. I do a David Fincher podcast. They all require notes and who and what things are. This is fun. <laughs> King of the Ring. Oh, no, we were talking about that. Survivor Series, we talked about that. Clash of, Clash of Champions, we talked about that. What else do we need to talk about, Marcus? Uh, well, we're about to start talking about, uh, about SummerSlam, but before we say that, I just want to say, uh, Thank NXT you. TakeOver oh, the yeah. day before SummerSlam. Oh. Wait, what, 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 what do you think I was going to do? <laughs> I thought you were going to say thank you for listening. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I want to say thank you, everybody. <laughs> Again, this show is real. Please follow our Twitter. <laughs> please, please, for the love of God, if you're listening, <laughs> add, no. uh, <laughs> marking the marks on Twitter. Okay, continue. <laughs> uh, the day before SummerSlam, there was a takeover, as always. And as always, takeover, pretty good. Awesome. Okay, we can start talking about uh, SummerSlam 2019. SummerSlam. Now, the plan was, folks, and I mean, this is me, I always like to, you know, pull, the, pull back the curtain, reveal how the sausage is made. Okay. That's my that, that's my gimmick. I'm the sausage maker. That, that's my in ring name. Um, now we were gonna record a bonus episode or a side episode where we talked about SummerSlam like 2000, right? Um, yeah, yeah. That did not happen, obviously, because you no. you didn't listen to it, folks, because it didn't happen. But but did you watch it? I did watch it all. Okay. I do have notes about it. We're not going to break it down match by match. No. Okay. Because no. we don't, we clearly do not have the time. But Marcus, what are your what? Okay, because you did not see that uh, pay per view previous, right? There's, nope. It was your first time watching it. To me, uh, that's the one I recommended. I'm like, yeah, let's let's talk about that on an episode. To me, that is a classic pay per view. I've seen that. A few times, um, I recently rewatched it with my family. For God's sakes, I was on a family trip. I was hanging out with my parents and my niece <laughs> and my sister and my nephews. And I, for some godforsaken reason, I put on SummerSlam 2000. <laughs> and my family watched as much as they could, <laughs> and then they got up and walked away. <laughs> They did not make it through all three hours, but I yeah I rewatched it, um, and I I think it's I think it's a good pay per view. Now I want to hear your thoughts, Marcus. All right, on this I... on this on what I consider to be a classic pay per view. What are your thoughts on SummerSlam 2000? I also thought it was a good pay per view. There you go, a good. I don't pay-per-view. have much experience watching old pay per views. <laughs> What? Like of what? Like what? I want to hear your thought. Like, okay, your thoughts on that? Like, you've seen. Um, you're you're a fan of the new wrestling. You're a fan of the current era. How yeah. is how is it going back and watching something that's 19 years old? What's like the what's like the biggest difference? 
the single biggest difference is probably how the the women are treated. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> like, God damn. Like, like that's rampant. It is constant. Oh, I'm pulling up the pulling up the match great. list right not now. Good stuff. Isn't there a match? Isn't there like a brawn panties match on that? Yeah. Okay. Sure. We're gonna say <laughs> fir- first. There was the fir- there were the first ever tables, ladders, and chairs match. A classic match. It's yes. now its own whole ass pay per view. Yes. But following that epic first ever match, we also had another first ever match. And that was the first ever thong stink face match <laughs> <laughs> between the cat and Terry. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, I, I again, I apologize on one hand, but I, <laughs> um, I'm grateful that you watched it and you enjoyed it despite its problematic nature. Yeah. So yeah, there's like a ton of like really classic stuff that I knew happened happened in this pay-per-view but i didn't know what happened in this pay-per-view you know so like uh like yeah that was the first ever tlc match and that's like a very big thing i said it's its own pay-per-view in december i got that date for you september december so december 15th i know the exact date because marcelo it is within driving distance of me i could go to it and we'll talk about that later oh okay i I knew china won the uh intercontinental championship i knew that happened yeah I knew that Kane and Undertaker fought each other probably a bunch. Yeah. Uh, I but, mean, I mean, you have a classic match between Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho. I, fuck yeah, yeah. That was so good. Yeah. That was the best match of the night. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you have all these like classic matches. Um, I mean, the main event itself, it's not am- amazing. It's, yeah, it wasn't. It did not feel really like the main event. Uh, like even though you have the Rock and Triple H and Kurt Angle in there, it was still like at pretty much most matches before it were. Yeah. Everything felt kind of equally important, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and another reason why I wanted to uh, recommend this to you uh, is because like that um, plot line for the main event is just so fucking odd and so. It captures that spirit. <laughs> yeah, of, yeah. So what happened? It was. Kurt Angle kissed Stephanie McMahon, right? Uh-huh, yeah. And at that point... He was married to Triple H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it was married to Triple H. Still is married to Triple H, right? Yeah. Um, And it's just so stupid. It is so dumb. <laughs> Something really interesting about it is I didn't understand how The Rock factored into it Exactly. They never mentioned him whatsoever in the storyline. It's like he's it, it's but, like he's like a side character in his own main event. He is the champion. Yeah, he is the fucking champion and he is the rock. And, one of the most insane charismatic people they have, and he's just like the third wheel in this in the, in the main event storyline. <laughs> yeah, in the main event. Yeah, so that's why it that's why it's so it that's why it stands out to me. Like when I was rewatching it, I was like, Oh yeah, this is like the Sure, we had at that uh, back then we had like the 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 ministry was it the ministry of darkness I forget what the forgot what it was the 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 corporation you know Stone Cold versus Vince McMahon all that classic stuff right then you yeah. had this <laughs> a fucking like 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 literally like Stephanie McMahon gets her head banged and then like is diz like is dizzy on a couch and kisses Kurt Angle. And that's the angle they go with. Like Triple H is mad that Kurt Angle kissed his wife. 
And that it's a, it's a fucking. And neither of them even win the championship. No, it's The Rock who wins. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like this. It's like the soap opera level of storytelling that um, comes with the territory with for, for Absolutely. With wrestling for me, and I'm guessing for you too. I mean, it's yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It it's ha- insane over the top, but it's like I don't know. It can be compelling. Yeah, you know, like don't get me wrong. I was compelled <laughs> because it's just so damn silly. <laughs> I was so compelled. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Okay. I, I think I cut you off there, but overall, I mean, yeah, it's, Oh, and I gotta give a shout out to a uh, hardcore match. That's right. Uh, well, uh, uh, which that? one was, it? Oh, it was uh, Steve, Steve Blackman, Blackman versus Shane yeah. McMahon. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, oh Shane my McMahon. gosh. That another, cl- for me, another classic moment in wrestling is, this match, because this is the match when um, Shane McMahon, one of the many matches where he climbs up a high thing and jumps off that high thing and lands mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. his opponent, and he did that here, and it was phenomenal. Um, and I, I don't remember, I don't, this may have been the, f- oh, I don't know, this may have been the first time he did something this big. Is it? I think so. I think so. I might be wrong. Uh, but I think it's uh, for me it's iconic in that way that it's either the first time he did he, he did something this insane or it's like one of the first times. So yeah, because it, it, to me it's almost the same level as like mankind going through the hell in the cell match in King of the Ring 1998. It's almost to that level for me. Um, but yeah, no, that's another classic match. Uh, okay, yeah, but yeah, it's it's uh, times have changed, right, Marcus? Oh boy, how have they? <laughs> oh boy, how have they? The summer SummerSlam. And let's talk about how they have changed specifically by talking about SummerSlam. 2019. Yeah. 19 years Okay, later. so, yeah, Marcelo, did you watch the kickoff show at all? No, I did Okay. Uh, okay, is, is it? Okay. When I, I have to admit this, listeners, and I've, I've told this to Marcus too. I haven't watched a WWE pay-per-view live since uh, the Royal Rumble back in January. So, sorry. I co-host a wrestling podcast, and I don't watch <laughs> live wrestling. Uh, we, we will get you to do it one day. It's going to happen. But I'm always busy on Sundays, Marcus. I'm always like, you know, I'm either recording a podcast. You're at church. church You're praying. I'm at church all night. I just can't. I can't get to the TV. Unless I can talk my pastor into playing WWE in the in the church, <laughs> in the cathedral, then that'll be the way to do it. But no. What I do is I sit down Monday mornings or, or whatever day, you know, after, and I go to my WWE app and I click on the pay-per-view in question, and that's it. Now, the pre-show, I'm guessing, is like another show you click on, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I yeah, I, I just never know. I just never know to yeah, yeah. click on it. And typically, they aren't really worth mentioning. <laughs> like, they kind of just throw on, like, an extra match in there while people are still getting their seats. And but let's, my, getting let's their mention it now, though. What, what, getting it, their uh, sodas and... Gummy bears. Buying merchandise. Gummy bears. Nacho, Classic wrestling food. Foam finger. Uh, hot dog. Putting ketchup on it. Or, uh, relish mustard. The whole deal. Uh, beer? You got beer? Caramelized onions on there, maybe Pretzels. if they're like a really fancy place, you know. Um, toaster strudels. You got a pack of M and M's. Pack of M and M's. Butterfingers. Chew them on, chew on them one at a time. Skittles. Did we say gummy bears? Uh, sour skittles. Gummy sour bears. Bears. 
Um, you, can you get some Topo Chico in there? Uh, some Sprite, some maybe Coke, snuck some like Coke maybe like snuck some McDonald's in in your purse Sprite, and you're eating yes, that. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they said, honey, I have to go to the concession stand and pull out my McDonald's from there to make it seem like I bought a burger at the concession stand. I come back. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, tell me t- tell me about this the, the pre-show I missed while I go pull out my McDonald's at the concession stand. <laughs> anyway, what, what 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 happened in the pre-show, Marcus? Anything significant? Um, uh, Drew Gulak versus Oni Lorcan, the two hundred five live uh, championship match. Fucking great! Really, one of the better matches on the show. Um, we also had Apollo Crews versus Buddy Murphy. That was a weird throw-in match at the last second. I don't know why it happened. It wasn't very good. Not that those two aren't great. They're both great, but it was just, like, weird. Um, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross defended the tag team, women's tag team champions against the Iconics. That was a whatever match. But something kind of interesting did actually happen. Uh, They were in Toronto that night, right? Yeah, yeah. So you saw a lot of, like, Canadian representation of the wrestlers that were wrestling that night. Yes. And, uh... And we had a legend come back, a man who was in the first ever TLC match in SummerSlam 2000. Edge hasn't wrestled for five or six years, had to retire due to neck injuries. And he comes out here to spear Elias, who's trash-talking Canada. (laughs) I almost said Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Are you revealing breaking news that Netflix is buying... WWE or Elias <laughs> or Canada. <laughs> no, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Edge came out, did a spear, didn't say a word. That was really fun. Just, just, just fun. That's cool. And now we can get into the regular, to the meat and bones. Of meat the and bones. Now, is is this a thing? Starting with like a championship match of this magnitude, because what the last couple of pay per views have started with. A Becky Lynch championship match is this a thing, Marcus? Is it, is they, yeah, they like they have a lot of championships and a lot of bigger matches, you know. So they kind of the way that they space them out of the shows is always kind of interesting, and they usually try to start with something that they think will get the crowd going or whatever. One of their bigger matches to it's like WrestleMania started with the Universal Championship, you know? Yeah, yeah, like they. Yeah, they sometimes do that. Interesting. Yeah, so they started with Becky Lynch and Natalia. Good old Becky Lynch. Submission match. Submission. Yes, I'm a fan of Becky Lynch. Uh, She's the reason why I've started to rewatch wrestling. And I've had my problems in the past with how the WWE has treated her and her storyline. Um, specifically, I think last episode was the last episode where when the the intergender tag team match happened, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not did not like the outcome of that. Um, making uh, Becky Lynch the damsel in distress. Um, but now, hey, she's on her own again, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, against what's her name? I already lost the page. Natalia. Natalia, a heart, a heart family member. Yes, uh, big in Canada. Yeah. Submission match. Uh, your thoughts on this, Marcus? Okay, I was not excited about it because, like, I like Natalia, but she just hasn't really been at this level for a long time, and it felt kind of like a little waste or like a, like what you said, they're like playing to Canada, you know? Yeah. And it felt like, but 
I mean, gosh darn it, if it wasn't a good match. Yeah, I, I enjoyed I'll it. Tell yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Lynch, for once, got the. I mean, okay. R- remind me of the end of the match. I mean, the end, it ended with a submission, obviously. It ended with Becky Lynch putting Natalia in its submission. Um, there was no. <laughs> I mean, was it WrestleMania? I forget another the other match where something happened where like uh, somebody's uh, uh, shoulders were in on the ring and the the referee counted anyway or something. Whatever controversy there was, there was no controversy with this match. Okay. No, Becky Lynch won clean. Becky, yes, it was a clean win. That's how you say it. That's how you say it. It's a wrestling term. There you go. Second one. Yep. Second one of the episode, folks. Uh, put it on your bingo cards. Um, I liked it. I liked it. It, it. So it was a good start to SummerSlam. Okay, a nice clean one from Becky Lynch. High energy. People were into it. I liked it. Yeah. Good match. There, there's some good because, tw- like, yeah, like, uh, what's 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 Natalia's signature move? Is it the sharpshooter? Yeah, she does a sharpshooter. Obviously. And Becky Lynch is the disarm her, right? Yeah. It's basically like an arm bar or something. Um, yeah. And I think there are – the points I like in matches like this is like when they use – because weren't there points when they used each other's submission moves or something? Or Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, happened. yeah. Those are good moments. And then <clears> those moments when – uh, they like break out of the submission and like the crowd gets pumped and you know, the reversals and all yeah. that. There are plenty of those to go around in this match, as 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 far as I remember. And yeah, overall, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, so it's a good start to SummerSlam. Becky Lynch is still the champion. What's going on with Becky Lynch so far? I mean, do we know who she's fighting uh, against? Um, no, no. But how you mentioned like. You haven't been happy with the storylines or whatever for her. I also have not been. But she gave a promo that I'm not really remembering very well. But she gave a promo on Monday that was, like, really super good. And especially compared to the promos that she has been giving with what bullshit that they've been giving her. Uh And so I am once again hopeful for Becky Lynch. I think that Paul Heyman knows what to do. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because Paul Heyman is in charge of the Raw brand in which she yeah. is a part of. <clears throat> and, yeah, um, I'm hoping it's good. Because, I, I mean, I'm sure there are, I don't know, uh, offhand. Ho- ho- hopefully you do, Marcus. Again, I'm putting you on the spot. Marcus in the hot seat once again. But there has to be, like, some um, some good women for her to fight against, right? Oh, tons. tons. Yeah, there are tons, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, Yeah. Come on, make it happen. I do think that's a thing. Like, I think they have to beef up their women's roster because it's kind of been the same thing for a, a while now. Yeah. But there's still, there's so many great people in there. I mean, they're like, I don't know who would be next, but they have a lot of choices. There you go. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in the next pay-per-view. All right. Next match. Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. Now, I actually... I th- I think you did send you yeah uh, I don't have to say I think you did send me some stuff to watch beforehand yeah yeah and I I want to know if you did watch any of it I <laughs> I wa- I try to watch some of it but I ran out of time okay. Um, okay now my point is I don't remember if you sent me any Goldberg stuff uh um I did I did I sent one thing you sent the, one thing. I, this this was the one that I I sent with you like with a note saying try to not 
look at the thumbnail or read the title because <laughs> it just totally spoils whatever the hell See, is happening. Because um, I was blissfully unaware that Goldberg was coming back. Right, and yeah, and at the end of that clip, it was like a reveal that Goldberg and and uh, yeah, so yeah, so yeah. It's, maybe it's a good thing I didn't watch that particular clip because I had no idea Goldberg was coming back. Um, because we certainly talked about Goldberg, I believe, in the last episode, um, yeah, and maybe some in the previous episode. Re- recap of the Goldberg versus Undertaker match. <laughs> um, it's just. Yeah, two two yeah. old two old men almost killing each other, but not in a good way. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like uh, Goldberg slammed his head into a pole and <laughs> busted his entire head open and got concussions. It sucked. Yeah, and Undertaker almost dropping Goldberg on his head, and they both did that to each other. <laughs> they both like basically dropped each other on their head and broke their necks. <laughs> scary, scary, legitimately scary stuff. So I was surprised to see Goldberg. Once again, in a match. I mean, is he back, Marcus? No. Like, this felt like kind of like just a one-off redemption thing because of how bad he was previously. (laughs) He's just like, I don't want to leave that with you. I don't want to leave that as my last memory here. I want to do something kind of fun. I don't want want you to remember me like that. uh, Yeah. That's exactly what this felt like. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. But you know, I you know, and looking at the time, it was only a minute and fifty seconds. Yeah, um, because I mean, Which that's all you fucking need. Yeah, and uh, Goldberg just got the job done. Obviously, Goldberg won over uh, Dolph Ziggler. Oh, you know what? Okay, I remember this. Um, I, I looked at the time. And I'm like, wait a second, is that short? But no, this this is this is the part that I liked. And, and, and not that I didn't like the match overall, even though I think there was a one point. If I remember right, maybe I'm misremembering, Marcus. Tell me if I'm wrong. Or maybe this was in the Undertaker match. Maybe I'm confusing the two. Like, um, where, like, he wasn't fully in it, where he might have, like, almost made a mistake. I don't think that's right. Um, But for for me, overall, he seemed like he was in it, right? Goldberg. Yeah. Then the match ends. Okay. You know. And then... (laughs) Dolph Ziggler, who I don't know much, I don't know much about. Uh, quick, Marcus, give me a rundown of Dolph Ziggler. I was actually going to ask you about him because I didn't know if, like, I know you stopped watching like early two thousands or whatever. I didn't know if you overlapped with him at all. Uh, I I I may have seen like maybe one or two of his matches or something. Maybe maybe him early, very early on, but I don't. Yeah, yeah, he's just kind of like a hotshot guy, you know, kind of like Hollywood, whatever. He's never. Uh, He's never like been top champion, I don't think, and he's never really like he's been a guy that like they could have easily put him in that spot if they ever wanted to, but it was always like somebody else before him. Right, right. Kind of like a Kofi Kingston situation, but but he's not going to get that Kofi moment probably ever. I would imagine, <laughs> especially not after this, uh, where they make a yeah, where they make a point of making him the asshole who continuously says after losing the match. Goldberg, you're nothing. Goldberg, yeah. you're a piece of shit. <laughs> and how many times does Goldberg come back out after the match ends, after Goldberg wins, and just spears it's, him? It's I three, it's right? Three, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was that, that was really fun. Like like this is like the perfect way to use a guy like this. Just minute and a half match. That's just like do your move, get out, and then do your move a couple more times, and then leave. Yeah, like that's that's the perfect way to use a guy like Goldberg who 
clearly cannot do like a 15 minute match anymore. <laughs> have him do this. He looks great. Crowd likes it. He uh, hurts Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. He spears him three times. Um, you know, I, I liked it. And that's why, uh, that's why I thought the match was longer, but no, the aftermatch stuff was at least like five more minutes. Um, him being uh, another, another, uh, fun fact about Dolph Ziggler. He is a stand-up comedian. <laughs> Perfect. So, and now let's, let's play a clip of this stand-up. Here we go. Five minutes of Dolph Ziggler and <laughs> yeah. go. And there you go. I hope you enjoyed it, folks. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. Moving on. Moving on. Love that joke. It has okay. a solid, solid zinger there by Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Zinger. Um, More like it. All right. And uh, yeah, our next match. Next match, AJ Styles v. Ricochet. Now, United States Championship. United States Championship on the line. Uh, AJ Styles, the champion. Now, I... Oh, that's right. Um... In one, I forget what the context was, but in one of our Twitter um, exchanges, Marcus, between I think Jesse was also involved, I think Nick Isaac was involved, but somebody showed a screenshot of Ricochet. <laughs> I forget who it was. Ricochet in the Ricochet outfit that he was wearing at SummerSlam. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I made the point of retweeting it saying, Remember, I co-host a wrestling podcast, and I am obliged to talk about this on the next episode. <laughs> Ricochet in this outfit. It's like a full body suit that makes him look like a fucking Terminator or something. I don't know what it is. It's like, well, uh, well, well, do you know the context behind it? Yeah, yeah. He's dressed like uh, Nightwing from Batman. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's dressed exactly what? like Nightwing. Yeah. He's dressed like Night. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll take your word for it. That's like that's like Robin, like when he tried to become cool. You know, is that? A th- uh, well, I know, I know who, I know who Nightwing is, but I don't know what. Well, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> you <laughs> no, sounded so confused. By no, it. no, no. I'm I'm confused as to who would know that that looks like Nightwing. Like it's uh, the internet. I did not know it. I did okay. not know it. I did not know it. But I'm glad I looked. I, I'm glad you didn't know it offhand because. Who in the right mind knows what Nightwing, what a Nightwing costume looks, a full body, a full tightly bound Nightwing costume is on a man. Fucking nerds. <laughs> Fucking nerds. You hear that, <laughs> listeners? If, Turn off the podcast right now. <laughs> if you knew that was Nightwing the minute Ricochet stepped into the ring, you're a fucking nerd. <laughs> anyway, I like this match. Um, okay, I, I like the previous match a little bit better. Where AJ Styles faced off against Ricochet and didn't AJ Styles in the last match win over Ricochet and won the title? Yeah, yeah, that was. Um, what was Did that? he not win this one? Not even no, AJ won this one. Yeah, AJ won this one, so he won. Yeah, he, he stayed. He maintained the champion, right? All that body armor didn't help Ricochet. <laughs> I, Ricochet came in and and like did his uh, classic. Well, I say classic. I've only seen like two or three matches with this guy. His patented moves where he's just jumping around. Like there's one move where he jumped over AJ Styles thugs. Like he stepped on like their shoulders to jump on AJ Styles or some shit. Um, yeah, he's a very athletic jumpy guy, but yeah, he still loses the match, which I don't appreciate 
Like, what does AJ Styles have over Ricochet? Like, what what's going on here, Marcus? He's got the OC behind him, man. <laughs> Don't call it that. And a recent, a recent, <laughs> a recent uh, heel turn that they've got to solidify. So he's and, a heel and the now. OC backing him up. And you know what the OC stands for, Marcella? Orange County. Nope. It stands for the original, the one and only, and the only club that matters club. What? <laughs> what the o, o stands for three things, three different terms. Not all of them start with O. Club is in there twice. And C stands for club. Where's my water? I need a drink of water now. You need to spit it out. Uh, man, that, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Um, so the OC is being... Who, who's the OC? It says here, uh, Car- Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. 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 Yeah. Um, all right, but they're heels. Nobody likes them, right? Yeah, this those three together were part of a bigger faction in New Japan Pro Wrestling called uh, the Bullet Club. That's not water. And uh, this is kind of like a like a re rekindling of that, bringing them back together Wait, to had, do the thing that they, worked in Japan. Had they ever had them? Had had that career ever been in WWE before? Yeah, it used to be the just called the club. And gotcha. Finn Balor was also a part of it at one time because gotcha. he was also a part of it in Japan. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Your thoughts? You said you liked the match? I did like the match. I remember liking the match. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of bored me. And it, that sucks so bad because, like, I fucking love Ricochet. I fucking love AJ Styles. They're two of the goddamn best. And but, I mean, I'll, I'll for sure say I didn't like it as much as the last one that they fought I against. didn't even like that one very much. I, I watched that one twice, and I just, what's I don't your, know, it just what's didn't deal, feel like man? anything to me. It just didn't feel like <laughs> anything to me. Like, what, like, these two guys are, like, so athletic, and they do flippy flip moves and whatever. And so, like, I expect a lot of that, I guess, and so my high, my hopes got really high. And See, that, this was kind of like a more traditional wrestling match. They were doing, like, lots of mat stuff, and slowing it down and whatever and that's just not what i want to see out of these two you know that's the thing your tolerance for high flying uh leaps of faith that's not a thing yeah your your your, your tolerance for acrobatics is is low oh is it <laughs> it's high? so low that i just got it i they gotta up it up every time or else <laughs> i'm just not into it it's like you're i want them to kill each like other you're addicted to it man you gotta you gotta chill out well, no, that fix. I mean, no, I, I, I mean, I say I like it, but it's like it, it, it was passable. I mean, not passable me makes it seem like I didn't like it at all. I liked it well enough. Okay, I, I just, I thought it was fine. It's just, I feel like these two guys specifically, and actually, they had a match on TV, like just on a regular SmackDown or Raw, that was super, super darn good. Like, like way better than either of the two pay per view matches, I'd say. And so I, I don't know. I, 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 AJ Styles last year, he also had like a, like last year he was WWE champion and, uh, he was, he had like a series of matches that lasted three or four months against Shinsuke Nakamura that started at some, at WrestleMania. And like, I love both of those two guys and they'd had, they'd previously had a match in new Japan pro wrestling. That was goddamn amazing. Uh-huh. And like one of the best matches you'll ever see. And so like they were coming back together in America in WWE and it was like, 
wow, this is going to be so good. And I had like all my hopes into it. Like that was the match of WrestleMania last year. I could not wait for it. Number one thing I was most excited for. And it was fine. (laughs) And then they had four or five more matches after that. And they were all fine. Some of them were better than others, but none of them hit that place that I was like classic, you know? And like this is the, like this is that's the exact same situation here with AJ Styles, but this time versus Ricochet, where it's just like I expected so much, I don't think I got it, which is kind of a shame, but maybe it's not. You know, I, I don't know. They'll probably fight each other again in three weeks. You know? Yeah, I, I'll say that um, I, of course, liked that first match better than you did. And uh, I felt like, yeah, this might be one of those where I'm totally into them fighting over and over and over again. But, yeah. but after this one, I'm like, oh, I think I'm, I'm good. I'm all right. Uh, right. Yeah. So that, that's how I feel. Um, that's, that's that. That's that. Let's move on. All right. Bailey versus Ember Moon. What's, what's the deal here, Marcus? Any thoughts on this match? Uh, this is uh, two matches in a row that I was really excited for. I love <laughs> Bailey. I love Ember Moon. She's like this werewolf character that has like the coolest entrance, coolest theme song, really cool uh, gear. There's another third term for you: gear. That's what they wear in the ring. That's is that so? That's a wrestling term. That's that's yeah. That's your gear. No, that's just what it is. It's gear. <laughs> No, it's a wrestling term. And, uh, <laughs> it's gear. All right, anyway, move well, on. I mean, you could call it an outfit. You can call it a costume. You don't. You call it gear. But they also call and, it and a costume, don't they? No. You call it they gear. never call it a costume? Marcus, no, never. never happened. <laughs> they will never, ever say, uh, I'm going to put on my costume now. You, you put on your gear. That's what it is. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Look, I'm a wrestler. I know these things. You're a wrestler. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this is just another one that I was really excited for. Ember Moon has had like really awesome matches in NXT, like versus Asuka and versus Shayna Baszler. And, uh, she's super good. And I was like, this is, she's been in WWE for over a year up to this point, I think. And she had not done much of anything at all. She was kind of somebody brought in every now and then to do like a TV match and that's it. This was her first real storyline, her first real shot at something. And I was just a little disappointed in it. Like, like with the last match, they just thought it was ricochet. It, it was good. It was fine. But I don't know. I, I just expected something more. Uh, How about you, Marcelo? You, didn't have, you don't have those preconceptions. You don't have those. No, I don't. Those, I don't uh, have those preconceptions. Um, expectations. No, no, no. What I will say is... Um, I mean, I like Bailey. I know that. Uh, I have no. I've never seen the Emperor Moon match. I don't believe so. Um, and I came out of it thinking, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Wasn't there like a weird energy? Because like, I, I assumed that more people. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're you're happy that I caught that, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. This is something I forgot about, but I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Um, now I, now you, you cut me off. So I may finish the sentence like this. Um, there's a weird energy in my bedroom when I saw this. (laughs) (laughs) 
I thought I Is that really what you're gonna say. I thought there was a poltergeist behind me, so it was like <laughs> it was uh, you know kind of hard to focus on this match. So that was where the I weird energy. Was. I can hear it through your head, through my headphones, and I was like, I'm, I'm glad you're finally bringing. It yeah, up. so there's a poltergeist that's bringing a weird energy to this place. No, a weird energy in the audience because uh, yeah, what I was gonna say was I thought Baylor was well, more liked. And it seemed like there were anti-Bailey people in the audience. Was that the same thing you were going towards, or you were thinking something? Yes. Different? Yeah. I, overall, like on the whole, Canada is usually like one of the better places you can go for wrestling. Like, like they usually give really good crowd reactions. And over, like this pay per view and NXT the day before it, they kind of didn't have the best reactions. They weren't super loud. They were kind of doing weird chants. It didn't make much sense. And specifically Bailey, like Canada just hates Bailey for some reason. Apparently that's a thing. Like, I don't really know about that. Like in the past, whenever she's been there, she gets booed all the time. I don't, I don't know what the hell it is, What's the deal but that's that? just, that's just Canada does not like Bailey, I guess. Oh, it says here she was born in California and she resides in Austin, Texas. Interesting. There you go. Interesting. Maybe you'll run into her at the grocery store one day. I'm sure I already have. <laughs> um, so that's where that Canada hates Bailey. Um, honestly, I like her a lot. I do. She's fine. She's got the Bailey buddies. We never talked about them before. What do you think of those? What the the wacky wavy inflatable arm flailing tube men? They're I who doesn't love a good tube man? They're fun. They're fun, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Canada hates fun. Can we get that that's on the it. record? That is it for all our Canadian listeners. Uh, you hate fun, stupid Canucks. Is that offensive, Canuck? Is yeah, that, it is. It is. <laughs> I wouldn't have said oh, that. No, I should cut that it's out. Fine. It's, fine. It's, it's probably fine. It's probably. Fine. Is that like the N word for Canada? Oh no. Hey. <laughs> all probably. Right. I don't know. Bailey, she's cool. Don't don't boo her. Uh, other than that, I mean, yeah, I mean, it wasn't for me. Honestly, it wasn't. A memorable match. Um, weird energy. But I'm glad she won, though. Bailey won. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, she, her next match is actually the only match that's set for Clash of Champions right now. It is uh, going to be Bailey versus Charlotte Flair. Oh. Who we will be talking about in just two short matches away. In just a bit. All right, so that is that next match. Hey, it's Kevin Owens v. Shane McMahon in a singles match in which if Owens loses, he will have to quit the WWE. Mm. And it also says here, Elias comes in as a special guest enforcer. Mm. What are your thoughts on this match? Thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I have to agree. Now, you are a fan of Elias, aren't you? Oh, I love Elias. You love <laughs> yeah. Elias? I'm a big, big fan of Elias. I mean, to me, he's just... I mean, he's he's just there. He's just, <laughs> I, I, like, I don't know. Like, watching it, like... Like, what, like we've talked about it in the past. Like, from, from like, October, September to, like, January... Like, from, like, September last year to, like, January, February this year... Raw sucked shit every single week. <laughs> Terrible, just the worst. And like Elias was always there to come out, get his guitar, get his spotlight on him, 
and insult the town he was in. And that was always just like a guaranteed source of something funny happening. Right. Something entertaining happening every single week. Like something you can The, the three hour to. show could suck, but Elias would be there. He'd make fun of everybody. He'd make everybody mad. He'd get booed and he'd try to sing a song and he'd get interrupted and get beaten by somebody else. And that was, that's just always fun. I think he's funny. He released an album that I bought and I liked. <laughs> um, it it, I, it it sounds like a very um, uh, a good way to spend three hours is to just wait for five minutes of one, you know, segment, right, yeah. and then continue watching the rest well, of the show. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta send you this clip sometime. One time they were they were uh, like in Seattle, I think, and like the Seattle sports team had left and moved to a different city. It could uh-huh. be a different city. I don't know. And like he brought that fact up. And it was seriously like eight continued minutes of the loudest boos you will ever hear. <laughs> they, they had to stop doing everything while the audience booed for so long. And they eventually just had to power through it because it was going on so long. It's great. It's just like Elias is a surefire way to get some good moments. Uh, so he wasn't even, you know, fighting in this match. He's just a special guest enforcer because apparently he's what? Um, uh, a brown noser to Shane McMahon. Yeah, he's yeah he's one of Shane's little cronies. He's one of those cronies. Back, yeah, back in the day, he'd be in the corporation. I don't think that's right. I don't think there's a name for it now. It's just a suck up. So Shane McMahon. Okay, real quick, Kevin Owens. Uh, he's. I mean, wasn't it last? It's been going on for like at least since the last pay per view, right? The Kevin Owens has had this thing against. Yeah. It- like the bosses like back at back at WrestleMania, like Miz was fighting Shane. Miz was like the guy of the people, the, the man of the people. And he was supposed to beat Shane. And then he lost to Shane. And then at money in the bank, he lost to Shane again. And so Miz was not the guy to avenge the people. Turns out it was Kevin Owens turning face. He was heel for a while turning face. He was the man to come in to avenge the people and to take down Shane McMahon, who the audience hated so much. Because <laughs> at that point, or at this point too, Shane is a is a heel, is a bad guy, and I I have come to learn recently that 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 hasn't been the case, kind of recently, right? He's been a good guy. Before. Yeah, he turned he turned heel just just this year, and he was like face for like five years before that That's or something. Crazy. That's crazy. Because to me, he's always been the bad guy. So it's funny that I'm coming in right when he's the bad guy once again. <laughs> And it's it's a flashback to 20 years ago, uh, a wrestler fighting a McMahon, a wrestler whose signature move is a stunner, yeah. fighting McMahon. And, uh, yeah, and Kevin Owens, of course, he won this match, but he did it after uh, having to knock out Elias, right? That's what happened? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, Marcel, I've had SummerSlam playing this whole time just to kind of jog you know, my memory I, in the I, background. I should have. Yeah, I should have. I'm, I'm actually going to play that now, actually. I should have had and, that uh, in the background, too. Anyway, uh, right now, Shane McMahon is on the mic about to start the Kevin Owens match. I will say, WWE app, uh, clear the way, Marcus. This is me getting my soapbox. Uh, oh yes, this is also something we can talk about. Turn on the soapbox music. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> now the WWE network, the WWE app, the WWE website has recently gone through a makeover. Um, yeah. 
I used to easily play the WD, the WWE app, the network app on my TV, uh, through my Blu-ray player, my fancy 4K Blu-ray player I bought at uh, Black Friday. Uh, and that app has since disappeared in the last few weeks because, hey, I don't know what the fuck they're doing over there. They're making everything new. And it's all new now. The the layout is new mm. on the website. Mm. All the apps are new. Now like now like the apps on certain devices won't work anymore. I think if you have like a Windows ten, they won't work anymore. So yeah. Um it it took me longer than I wanted to to play fucking SummerSlam on my TV where I always play it. It took me about <laughs> ten minutes to figure out I could play it from my phone and Chromecast it to my TV. Uh, that's how that's how I eventually did it. No, 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 no. Wait, no, no, no. no. no, no. Go yeah, back. Yeah. Sorry, go back because okay, yeah. let's do it. Um, last time, the last pay per view, that's what I did because I couldn't find the app on my Blu-ray player anymore, so I had to do it from my phone and Chromecast it. But after that, when I watched SummerSlam, there was no Chromecast option in my app anymore, so I had to do it on my what? on my. I had to do it on my laptop. And Chromecast it from my laptop. So I've so in the last you know five months I've gone from easily playing the app through my Blu-ray player, that app disappearing, playing it through my phone on the TV, that feature disappearing, and then now having to play it through my laptop. So it's been a pain. It's been a struggle. All right, I'm not white, but this is a white man's problem. I am annoyed by. The, uh, the 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 new configuration of this WWE network, Marcus. Livid. I'm livid. Well, not I'm not I'm not super angry, but I'm just annoyed. You're peeved. I'm yeah, peeved, peeved is fun. Marcus, <laughs> have you had any problems with the WWE network? Um, yeah. So yeah, they did this big redesign right before SummerSlam. So SummerSlam was like their their uh, testing point or whatever. I did not have your specific problem. I don't own a fancy 4k player. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that rich, but I use, I, I got it on sale. God damn it. <laughs> but I always watch my, I always watch my WWE through a PlayStation four or an Xbox one. And, uh, <laughs> cause I do own both consoles, but I do not. Own Jesus. Right. All right, Mr. Rich man. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, yeah, they did this big redesign, and this was like their test or whatever to see if it worked. Which, great, do that for your second biggest show. I know. Year. That's why why very do that smart, before SummerSlam? Cool. Anyway, yeah, yeah I just saw people bitching all night on Twitter that it was buffering and whatever. And I also had those problems. I, I don't like aesthetically. I kind of like the redesign, but like, yeah, it's buffering like mad when it did not used to do that, and it kind of sucks. Like, like we'll get to it, but like the, the moment of the night that I was most excited about, uh, as soon as that started, it like logged, it did, it logged me out of my WWE network. And I was so pissed off. Like the thing I was most excited for was just happening. And now it's like, but can't watch it. And I had to like quickly re log back in. It's so annoying. But, uh, yeah, I, don't know. I also add in, um, that, uh, currently I'm playing it, uh, on my other TV upstairs, guys, I have two TVs. Um, and I'm Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and I'm playing it through my Apple TV again. 
Apple TV. Um, so if you're keeping track, I have a 4K TV downstairs with a 4K Blu-ray player. And upstairs, I have a 40-inch TV with an Apple TV connected. I also have a PlayStation okay. 4. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm dirt poor, by the way. Um, <laughs> but the Apple TV, the, the new WWE Network Apple TV app, it is not really good. <laughs> Uh, the thing I don't again. This is me on the soapbox, and I obviously people do not care about this little thing. But like usually on Apple TV, if you like, uh, you know, gently press left or right on the remote, you can skip ahead fifteen seconds on most apps. Like that's the way it should be. But on other apps like the WWE Network app, that feature is not there. So you can if you like like gently press left or right you jump ahead like 20 minutes which is fucking oh, insane really? yeah it's it's a little tick that i absolutely hate so yeah i was just watching the shane mcmahon match and i gently pressed the remote and now i'm like in the next match i'm like in charlotte flair versus trish stratus so hey don't not... spoil it <laughs> anyway let's get off our soapbox wwe network wwe people wwe developers I'm you sure. More to do. I'm sure you're listening to this. Yeah, get on it. Um, make things. Yeah, or we'll be forced to put you on blast again next. Exactly. Time. Well, we'll we'll bring you back in the soapbox, and we'll continue to just blast you left and right. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. So that was our blast segment. All right. Yeah. The match with Shane versus uh, is it Kevin Owens? Yeah, Kevin Owens. That's the guy. That's the guy. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else we got to say about this? <laughs> we, uh, I thought it was, we just it was spent the last five minutes up with the WWE Network, right? Anyway, it was a good moment. Shane kind of finally got his comeuppance, and uh, uh, but anyway, Kevin Owens had to hurt Elias to get him to stop being a bad referee or whatever. Yeah, and uh, and unfortunately, Monday the following day, yeah, uh, wouldn't you know it? But Kevin Owens got a little uh, had to face some repercussions for his actions by hurting an official WWE official. And uh, he got fined one hundred thousand dollars. Can you believe that? One hundred thousand dollars. This man's got kids. He's got a family. He got fined one hundred thousand dollars. So that's his storyline right, right now. He's trying to raise a hundred thousand, one hundred thousand. Well, actually, no. The next week, he asked Shane to stop it uh, to stop the the fine, and uh, Shane obliged. Why? So <laughs> what? <laughs> But then Shane attacked him again. So this storyline is still going. Okay. I'm guessing we will see it again at Clash of Champions. Look forward to that, people. There you go. So let's not waste any more time talking about it because we will talk about it next episode now, probably. I'll say I am. Okay, we got to talk about no, it. No, I'll say one more thing. Like uh, <laughs> I'll say I am invested enough in the storyline to see uh, a rematch. So, yeah. And I'm sure they'll add like a, like a fucking – Stipulation where it's like hardcore, no rules, or hell in a cell. It'll it'll just up the ante, I bet. So that's my guess, anyway. Uh, all right, now we can stop talking about it and move on to the next one. What's the next one? Next one was Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Flair. That's right. I teased it earlier. Um, why is Trish Stratus back, Marcus? Your guess is as good as mine. She just kind of came back to like, like Charlotte. She is Canadian. Saying, she's from Toronto. Yeah, she's Canadian. That's so, the yeah, I mean, SummerSlam was in Toronto this year. Canadian, get a Canadian, famous Canadian in there to get a, get a rile up in the there. crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, so the 
so yeah, like Charlotte Flair has been calling herself the queen of all eras, and she's the best woman's wrestler that there's, there's ever been. And honestly, I kind of believe that. But she's a heel and a bad guy, so her 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 whatever she's saying has to be stopped. And uh, and Trish Stratus is the legend to come in and say, "Hey, without me, there'd be no you," you know, kind of thing. Right. Stop disrespecting us. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you up to teach you a lesson. Right. And and, uh, and did she teach her a lesson? No, she got her ass kicked. <laughs> she yeah, she lost. Uh, Trish Stratus. Yeah, lost. she Trish Stratus lost this match. But goddamn it, if it was not a good match, it was a solid match. I'm, like I'm watching yeah, it now really good. This is like a this is like a really big pick you up. You know, like after the the last three, I didn't love so much. This one's like. Yeah, this is good. Now, for all <sighs> the, well, I mean, she, I mean, Charlotte Flair's playing up her heel role, right? Yeah. I mean, as much as you want to hate her, I mean, you got to recognize she is a pretty damn good wrestler, right? Absolutely, absolutely, and yeah, absolutely. That's all a lot of people. That's all a lot of people saying that this was one of Trish Stratus's best matches, which I don't know necessarily, but I believe it. I like maybe her best match ever, and it's the one that she's retiring on. Yeah, the, yeah. The, I mean, yeah, she lost so, and she got a nice ovation at the end. Yeah, thank you, Trish Chance, and yeah, all that. Some respect. Very nice. Love it. Um, and I could see this being, yeah, the one that she uh, signs off on. Yeah. Uh, and I, honestly, like, uh, I mean, talking about we we talked about SummerSlam 2000 earlier. Uh, she was a mainstay. I don't. You know, she wasn't on that pay per view, was she? I don't think she was. Uh, but but she certainly was a mainstay early on. No, she was there. She was, she was there. there. She was That's with. Right. She was with uh, Val Venus in the. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, she definitely. Yeah, she was in that. Yeah. She, yeah. she definitely was a mainstay in that era. Um, I mean, obviously, as we mentioned before, that era of wrestling did not treat the women well. So no. she didn't have a well enough platform for her to wrestle in and show off her skills. I think in the matches that I've seen her in. Um, but maybe when I signed, when, when I uh, stopped watching wrestling, uh, she got better matches. Um, but yeah, I, I, I for one haven't seen her this good maybe in a while. Yeah, or ever. It's like what you like, it's one of those things like it's not her fault that the that the women stuff sucked. It's not any of the women's fault. No, it's just like, like what they gave them to do, what they told them to do sucked, you know. And the so like yeah, you still got to respect all the diva stuff even like the people that did it, like not the creative behind it, but the women that actually did it. Like it's not like they tried. And Trish like that's what I've heard about Trish mainly is that like she's one of the people like the reason people like Trish so much is that she's one of the, the divas that like gave a shit and tried to be good, you know? Yeah. So like, like really like, cause a lot of them were just like hired models or whatever that they brought in to do this stuff. And Trish, I think might've started that way too, but then she's like the one that like really gave a shit and tried to improve herself and try to be a better wrestler and try to make things better, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And, and definitely, <laughs> I definitely got that vibe from her watching early on. Right. Yeah. Begin. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy she has this match to end on to show off. Yeah, I. I am this good. Uh, in case, yes. In case you didn't know, it was excellent. Really good stuff. Really good. Yeah. Proper send off for her. And yeah, again, another great match for Charlotte Flair, 
who uh, is facing off against Bayley, as we previously mentioned, right? In the next uh, pay-per-view. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Anything else we we can say about this match before we move on? Uh, Nah, let's just move on. Let's move on. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right, let's go. (laughs) Tenth match. No, actually, no, it's not tenth. I'm looking at this Wikipedia, Marcus, and folks listening, yeah. you can you can read along. You can go to the Wikipedia page for SummerSlam 2019. Um, it adds on here in this list of, of matches. The kickoff matches. The kickoff matches at the beginning. Yeah. So it's a third it's the tenth match of the night, but it's the one it's the seventh match seventh, yeah. of the SummerSlam event. Kofi Kingston <coughs> V Randy Orton. I'm gonna keep that cough right in the middle, just for for, mm-hmm. for, pe- for people to be on edge. All right, these guys have a history, don't they? Oh boy, do they! So, so yeah, this this was the match like that, like of just like the regular matches or whatever that I was looking forward to, maybe the most. The like they had a real awesome story here like a, like a very genuinely real story however true it is it's still like kind of a real thing 11 years ago kofi kingston was newer to the wwe and people liked him and he was kind of getting a bit of a push as they say there's another wrestling term for you a push there you go third one that's when the, they third one push you up into the bigger league and give you a better storyline or what have you yeah and uh Anyway, he had a match versus Randy Orton, one of many that they had, and he took an RKO, Randy's finisher move, and Randy felt that Kofi did something wrong in taking it, and he, like, uncontrolled, like, this was not scripted, this was not story or anything, uncontrollably, uh, like, just was screaming, stupid, 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 at Kofi Kingston, on on TV, you can clearly clearly see it. There's footage or whatever. Like it happened on live television, just being an asshole for no reason because he felt that Kofi screwed something up, I guess. And uh, and uh, and anyway, yeah, that kind of derailed Kofi Kingston. And now, ten years later, or whatever, he is actually back to the place where he looked like he was going then. And there, the rumor was kind of that, like after that specific incident with randy orton uh randy kind of or whatever happened to to kind of bring him down a peg you know and now randy's back again to say kofi you still don't deserve this you made it here but you aren't making it any farther you're still not ready you're still stupid i still don't like you still gonna we're gonna have a we're gonna have a classical uh, uh, wrestling match, and I'm gonna take you to school to show you that you aren't hot shit. I'm the I'm the king. <laughs> I'm King Randy. <laughs> is, is is that least? And I can take you down. <laughs> and 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 did he take him down? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I no I Not, I okay. Let me jump in and say, I appreciate all that backstory. Um, hey, you're welcome. No, I mean not guys. If you love the backstory <laughs> I just gave, tweet us at it. Tweet it at us. You know. Tweet out hashtag. I love the backstory. 
Hashtag I love the backstory. Thank, yes, yes. At marking the marks, hashtag I love the backstory. Uh, now, uh, I came in with like, yes, I'm pumped. These two have a history. These two clearly are going to go at it. It's it's going to be a solid match. And it was to a point when things just went off the rails. <laughs> I And I, yeah. I, was, I was very confused by the end. Marcus, um, as was clearly the audience watching uh, in 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 the stadium, because because what because what happens at the end of the match, Marcus? I I don't even a hundred percent know. <laughs> like it just kind of like they're on the outside. I assume they got counted out, right? It was a yeah. ten count. Is that what happened? Officially, here in the Wikipedia page. Again, for the for those who want to read along, go to, to go to wikipedia.com slash talk not talk from society. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to saying slash talk from society. No, go to the Wikipedia page, look up uh, SummerSlam twenty nineteen. It says here officially Kofi Kingston champion versus Randy Orton ended in a double count out. Okay. So, so that's, that's what, what happened. happened. Yeah, I, and- I, I, I I didn't know that for sure until I read it here officially on Wikipedia. Uh, but yeah, it, it was weird, man. Yeah, like 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 whatever happened, like that didn't happen. Like the 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 ref wasn't counting loud enough, or the people were supposed to count along with it, and they didn't. Like it, yeah, it just felt like the like oh, it's over now. Okay, <laughs> like like this had such an awesome setup, and clearly they just they just want to drag it out longer. You know, like they sensed that yeah, this is actually pretty good. Let's not end it right now. Yeah, let's let's keep it going. That that's why. It, it was very disappointing to me that ending. Like the match was pretty good up to that point. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah. and then, yeah, it was just like, it's just like, okay, it's over. Move on. Yeah. It did feel like half a match, even though it was like the, it was sixteen goddamn minutes long. But yeah, it felt it ended like a, on a cliffhanger. So was it really that long? It, it says here sixteen minutes and forty five seconds. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, but no, uh, ended with a double count out. And the people in the crowd, the WWE universe, as WWE likes to call them, I think there was chanting bullshit, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So they were not. In and trouble. another another instance of the weird crowd during this match, they were chanting "stupid" at Kofi. That's that's <laughs> right. Like, fuck you, fuck you. Who who side like, are they I get, on? I get it. They're referencing the thing that happened eleven years ago, but. Out of context, it's just you're just calling him stupid. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Yeah, yeah, and and there's and, better chance. Yeah, and uh, in the uh, doesn't doesn't Kofi at one point call Randy Orton stupid? And that's like the callback. Yeah, 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 and that that's a good use of it. The yeah. wrestler, doing the wrestler, that, right? yeah. not, not the audience calling. <laughs> yeah, saying, the, saying Kofi, stupid. Kofi's stupid. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck you guys. Go to hell. This is a side. But, this is a side story. But my mother. Uh, some people's mothers would uh, get angry. Um, I mean, I mean, Marcus, what words did your mother get angry at you for uh, when you were a kid? What, if, if, I had a pretty freewheeling household. Right. <laughs> should, you, you could say yeah. whatever. You'd say fuck. Yeah. You can say shit. You can say Canuck. You can say whatever, right? Well, I, I would never say those words because I'm a good boy, <laughs> but, <laughs> but theoretically I could. Right. You know? Now, one word that my mother would be absolutely angry at me and my sister for saying is the word stupid. Uh, that right. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it's kind of odd, you know, when, in, in retrospect, but it, it's always had that connotation for me. Of course I say it's stupid, but it's a, to me, it always just feels like a bit 
harsher when when I think about it. So, yeah. To insult one's intelligence. To call them stupid. Um, is to is to is to dehumanize them. But to me, it is, it's also very childish to say stupid, stupid. It absolutely is, yeah. and that's what Randy Orton really did ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <For real. laughs> like a, I wonder how Randy Orton's mother would feel about that. Uh, Randy, you could do better, buddy. All right, so I'm sure we'll we'll see these two again. I'm sure they'll have a clash of the champions oh, in the month shit. or so. Alright, so that's enough of that, Matt. So yes, and now let's get into the big thing, the thing I the, right, Mar- the thing I am most excited to talk to Marcelo J. Pico about. We finally reached it. And Marcelo Slay Pico about <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Marx is referencing my Halloween name, which I have put which up is- in mid October in mid uh sorry, mid August. <laughs> Mid to but it's August. very apt for this match because you saw this match; it warped your mind so much, it put you in a Halloween state. I need you, know? you. I need you to explain to me what happened. What, what happened? The, in- this was the one I tried to stress to you to watch the clips. Did you watch any of them? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Although, although, okay. although, although, okay. I'll say this: I'll say this. I did see some clips. Uh, not. I think some clips of this match on Twitter or before, like. I knew something was going to happen. I knew something right. was going to happen here. Um, but they had also been teasing it in the WWE. So I think on their accounts too. Marcus, explain to me what's going on here. What What's happening in this match? We, we, okay. We haven't even said what the match is, but you, 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 you this explain, is, explain. This is The Fiend versus Finn Balor. Okay, The Fiend is... Bray Wyatt's new alter ego. Bray Wyatt was a wrestler who disappeared like 11 months ago at this point. Like he won the tag team champions chip. He won the tag team championship with Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy got injured and then Bray Wyatt just fell off the face of the earth, completely disappeared, was not on TV, was not doing shit for 10 months. And then out of nowhere at the raw that I actually attended, by the way, I'm very proud of this. At the Raw that I attended, he brought he brought out his new character ten months later, completely completely new, mis- mysterious, didn't know what was happening. It was this it's this thing called a Firefly Funhouse. It's this like children it's just like this really warped uh, children's it's like this children's television show where he's playing like a a warped uh Pee Wee Hermit, you know? Right. He's got a red red like sweater on he looks kind of fred rogersy uh what's his name fred right yeah fred rogers yeah yeah okay tom hanks yeah yeah you, yeah and uh and he's and he's and it's kind of like like oh it's kind of fine for a while and he's saying like you know kids try to be better or whatever but then there's always like a little sinister twist to it he's like you have to let me in you have to you have to follow me. I always know the right things or whatever. So he's kind of, he used to be kind of like a cult leader. He led the, he led the Wyatt family and now he's kind of a cult leader again, but not exactly the same way. It's a little more mysterious. We still don't quite know everything anyway. So they did these segments every week, the firefly Funhouse. They did those segments every week and he was not dressed like this, but eventually he brought out this mask and he was the fiend. And so he still does the Bray Wyatt stuff where he's the 
Pee Wee Herman guy, but in his wrestling, like when he's going to be wrestling, he comes out as the fiend with this like fucked up, like this insane clown posse mask <laughs> that actually was, uh, a, uh, was made by, uh, Tom Savini. You might know that name. Oh, Tom Savini, famed special effects artist, yeah. filmmaker on his own, right? Uh, yeah. Tom, I didn't know Tom Savini. What Tom Savini specifically came in and made a mask for this guy. Absolutely. Yeah. This wow. mask is a Tom Savini original. Wow. For Bray Wyatt. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. And it's this like really fucked up, like clown mask and kind of clown get up and these, and, uh, yeah. So we, we'd gotten a peek at what the character looks like, but we hadn't seen him in action until this point. And (laughs) I was so like, I, Kofi Kingston match was like, I thought the best story they were telling like for a regular match, but like as an event, like this was the thing to see, I thought. And oh my god, did it deliver! <laughs> like he he came out. Oh yeah, and he 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 chose Finn Balor for like uh, reasons that didn't really like like I I don't know if they really had a story for why he chose Finn Balor, but he just did choose Finn Balor to fight. Like he just attacked. Like he's doing this thing where he'll show up. Like Finn Balor was celebrating his entrance, and then like all of a sudden the lights in the arena start shutting down, and everything's shutting down. Boo boo. And then he comes out and attacks him, you know? Yeah. That's his thing. And uh, he did that with, like, Nick Foley and Jerry Lawler. He's been he's just been shutting down the arena and being a being a scary guy. You know? <laughs> <clears throat> the, uh, that's his gimmick, being a scary yes. guy. <laughs> yes. And anyway, so he comes out in this entrance here for the first time. We see what his new entrance is, what his wrestling style is going to be. And it is this creepy as hell. Like, I, I don't know how you thought about it. Maybe you thought it was stupid or whatever. I was genuinely like, I thought it was creepy. I thought it was cool. It is stupid, but it's fucking cool. You know, like that's kind of like wrestling to me. Like it, it's, it's stupid, but it's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he comes out like the, the arena is completely black and there's this like spotlight swirling around and like strobe lights and, flashing on and off and he's coming out in darkness with a little bit of light and to, to a metal, like a metal remix of his old theme. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it was, I thought it was so cool. So specifically Marcelo, your thoughts on the entrance, (laughs) what did you think of this guy when you saw him? What did you, what, what was going through Marcelo's mind? Um, confusion (laughs) (laughs) i I didn't necessarily think it was creepy but i i liked the again i say this the gimmick uh yeah i mean anything to make things interesting i appreciate anything that makes me think of like um because he okay even back when I watched wrestling in like the late nineties, like uh, they had gone past like the ultra, like the the high concept stuff, right? I mean, sure, there was Val Venus who was like a porn star, and the Undertaker was still hanging around, and Kane was you know a thing, but I. Uh, to, like, tell me if I'm wrong. Like, even like modern day wrestling has moved past like 
extreme stuff like this where it's like a full blown like thing. It's like it's a yeah. it's a demon or it's just whatever. You know, it's some crazy dude. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, today the best you get is with Finn Balor coming out as the demon Finn Balor. Yeah. Which like that's so rare and and like it's it honestly feels really cool to have like a legitimate horror character again. Like like uh, Undertaker and Kane were that right? They, yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and like it, I, I remember, I was kind of scared of Kane as a kid. Yeah. So it, it it made me think of that. Made me think of like yeah, like classic Undertaker, classic Kane. Right. You know where they sell themselves as these, you know, otherworldly beings. Uh, so on on uh, taking it that way, I'm like yeah, I I dig what's going on, even though I think it is a little silly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm watching the match right now as we talk, and yeah, it's a little silly, but no, I, I appreciate the theatrics of the whole thing. Okay. Oh yeah, and he was carrying a <laughs> yeah, he was carrying right. a, a yeah, lantern if it, that was, like he'd always carry a lantern in his old and it was just a regular lantern, and this time he's carrying a lantern that is his old head. Yeah, if if I found anything uh, creepy, it's that <laughs> it's him yeah. carrying around a lantern with a face on it, with apparently uh, his head. So yeah, yeah, his own he carries around a lantern with his own head yeah. severed. It's so great. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so we can get into the match a little bit now. That I thought it was good. Like like it's like it's it's hard to do horror wrestling. I would imagine. Like I don't know how you genuinely yeah, no, scare I, people. I was, but I was I was interested in how the match was going to go, and I think the match went pretty well. Um, there were some moments yeah. that stood out, like uh, the fiend taking Finn Balor's head and and like twisting it, like he broke his yeah, neck. yeah, doing like a neck snap thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was generally like, oh, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like that was like a taken aback moment that I thought like that's awesome. That's genius. Yeah. Um, oh, and uh, the Fiend's finisher, finishing move is a mandible claw, which is a nice touch. Yes. Uh, it's Mankind's old finisher move. He got that by uh, doing the mandible claw to Mick Foley the week prior Ooh. on Raw. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Passing passing it over. Passing it over. So, yeah, I mean, overall, I dig it. I do. Even though, yes, I find it a bit silly. But I appreciate the aspects yeah. of the whole thing. And so what is next for the Fiend? Do you know? We don't know. He did. Uh, he came back. He he took the week off after this happened, and then he came back and shut the lights down on Jerry Lawler and shoved his fist down his throat or whatever. <laughs> Not literally. So, well, I mean, <laughs> and, <laughs> that's what the claw is, you know. Wait, he shove his entire fist down his throat. <laughs> whole arm. His whole arm. <laughs> and so I think Jerry Lawler's dead now. <laughs> so he's he's. I don't know who's who's he going to attack next. That's the that's that's the beauty of this. Like he could he could show up at any time. He could just do a Firefly Funhouse, and that's good enough. Oh, I was going to ask you this. You you, you brought it up, and I was I was uh, wanting confirmation because like um, again, I don't know much about. Well, I know enough about modern day wrestling, but I don't know at all. You know more than me. Finn Balor's character that he plays is is he's the demon guy, right? Correct. Yeah. Why wasn't he the demon against the fiends? Good question. Yeah, I think it could have been even more impactful if he defeated the undefeated demon, you know, but also the demon is undefeated and it's still kind of a special thing. Maybe they'll work up to that eventually. Yeah. Like Finn Balor was like, okay, you beat me as the man, but uh, can you beat me as the demon? 
Is that Finn Balor's voice? Can you beat me, ass? Can the you, demon. Can you, I'm the demon now. So are they going to save that for WrestleMania? It's a demon, I hope so. Demon yeah, that Fiend. would be... That is, like, ideal WrestleMania match for this guy right here. Yeah. There you go. So look forward to that, folks, in about five or six months. All right. So that's The Fiend versus Finn Balor. Oh, and The Fiend won, by the way, in case we didn't mention that. I don't think we did. Um, How bad would that suck if he lost? <laughs> we talked for the last 20 minutes about The Fiend and how cool he is and just go, oh, no, he lost, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final match of the night. Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. Mm. For yes. the Universal Champ, Beyond Chip. That's right. All right. What do we want to say about this? I'll start for once. Okay. We talked We talked last time about how, yes, or in the last few episodes about, yes, uh, fucking Brock Lesnar has the um, money in the bank briefcase walking around and, uh, you know, he's going to... Well, he took the title. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cashed in on that. He cashed it on the paper. That's right. So last pay-per-view, he finally cashed it in. He came in at the end of the, end of the match, end of the pay-per-view. Got one over Seth Rollins and is now the champion. And I'm like, okay, we knew it was going to happen for months. Dreading it. Brock Lesnar was the champion again. Now here's another. 20 months of Brock Lesnar being the champion and never having anybody win over him. That's me coming into the match. I'm like, all right, here we go again. Even though I'm just now back into wrestling, I know, I, I know the game. All right. That's me coming in. Marcus, what happened? <laughs> uh,. Seth Rollins uh, won. All right, let's end the episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rollins won. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, cut to the did. chase. He did. What What did you think of the match overall? Fucking good. Yeah, man. it's a it's a, really it was a solid match. Yeah. yeah, it was really like like Brock Lesnar has not lost in a way like this in a long time. Like in a like in a, he lost in to, a real match. Yeah, like a real competitive back and forth match where it looked like either of them could win, you know. Anyway, so like you were saying, like what were you saying? <laughs> I was dreading the fact that that uh, Brock Lesnar was the champion, and I right, and I assumed that he was just going to win over Seth Rollins. And- I I also assumed that, and uh, honestly, Marcella, people have kind of turned on Seth Rollins as of recently. Oh, they think like they think like his whole shit is corny and the way he talks sucks. And I I agree to an extent, but I still love the guy. I'd still have rather him won this match and. Uh, like to the, it was to the point where people were like, I would rather have Brock Lesnar win. Like no. that was the overwhelming majority of people. I and, I I yeah. No, I I'm with you on that. Like, I'm not I'm not a huge Seth Rollins guy. Um, not the biggest one. Like I I am biased because he's he's like from Iowa where I am from oh, and yeah, live. Yeah. So I'm a little biased, but I I uh, I still like the guy even genuinely just outside of that. He owns a coffee shop here in Iowa. Have you been to that coffee shop? Nope. Why not? <laughs> I live like four hours away from it. Drive there. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the name of it because the name is just confounding to me. You talk. Uh, R- Roland's up. Is that the name of it? Roland's up. No, like bottoms up. Anyway, so um, yeah, no, the match itself. Yeah, like we were saying, it it felt like le- like legitimate back and forth. I haven't seen um, a Lesnar match this well paced and extended. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just read the name of it again. What is it? 392 Deport. What? What does that mean? Okay, this is all one word. 392, a capital D, port. <laughs> I'm assuming... It's in Davenport, Iowa. I'm assuming... like that's, that's the shortening Deport is Davenport, right? Yeah. I don't fucking know what it means. I... <laughs> I also has a wrestling school here. I'm guessing 319 is the is the area code. 392. Oh, 392. I, I mean, there's the area code. Could could be. I, I don't know. Okay. I doubt it. Okay. Okay. Anyway, we'll, we'll we'll get to the bottom of this on the next episode. We're gonna send our best team there. Uh, we're gonna drink the coffee. What do you think is in a Seth Rollins owned coffee shop? Do you think his picture is is hanging up there? I would hope so. You know. I would hope there's a giant picture of him. There's like a replica of all the titles that he's won. There's like a there's like a giant statue of him made out of bronze. Do you think drinks are named after him? I, yeah, you get the Seth Rollins Chino or whatever. The, uh, the uh, 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 hold on, let's, let's take a five uh, Seth Rollins burn it, name. Burn it down. Burn it. No, wait, burn no. It, burn. burn it. Burn it down your throat. Uh, burnt, burnt. Roast it down. Burn roast. What are the Seth Rollins things are there to reference? As uh, freaking like good freaking coffee. Good freaking coffee. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what else does he say? What else? His old his old wrestling name is was Tyler Black. So you, Tyler, Tyler Black, Black coffee. Uh, yeah, you could. Uh, and by the way, that name is <laughs> uh, that part of the reason why they hate people hate him is he's like really corny and he's like a <laughs> nerdy dude. His his name. Uh, his name Tyler Black. Do you want to guess where that came from? Uh, I bet you could guess it. Wait, Tyler Black? Yeah. Tyler, I I don't know. I don't know. What is it? Black was from Sirius Black from Harry Potter. Jesus. And Tyler was Tyler Durden. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to make you hate him, but my, I'm just trying to let you understand you know why what? people do. Brock Lesnar should have won this match. <laughs> I, I take it back. Okay, let's go back to the match. The match itself, there are moments that really stand out. Like I'm watching right now, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm rewatching it uh, on the side screen. Uh, Rollins dives off the top of the uh, pole. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> what mm-hmm. is it? The the fucking steeple? The <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. What are you talking about? He, he jumps and lands on Lesnar, who's on the table. Uh, right. the post, yeah, the, right? the ring post. The ring post, yeah. yes. He, That's what you're talking he's about. He's up atop the ring post, he jumps down and he lands on Brock Lesnar <laughs> as he's laying on the table. Uh, <laughs> moments like that are solid. And yeah, the uh, the win at the end. Because doesn't he like do his finishing move like three times or something on Lesnar and finally pins him? And yeah, yeah. He does the stomp. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, he definitely took him down, not easily. Which and it's, it's another. That's a key. That's a key. Yeah. It was a battle. That he he was injured previously because the past past two weeks, Brock Lesnar's been beating the guy up, been like 
in his abdomen. That fiving him on uh, beating him up in his abdomen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't laugh. That's what happened. <laughs> T- d- didn't he throw like a scaffolding on his abdomen? <laughs> no, yeah, something like that. And uh, <laughs> no, he like F5 him, the thing where he like lifts him up and drops him. He did that onto the uh, uh, a gurney, like a hospital. Oh, that's right, yeah. Thing. And yeah. and didn't uh, he grab Seth Rollins by the bandages and and and, and fling him around like the ring? Him. Yeah, from yeah. his from his abdomen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, but then uh, he came back. Rollins came back after all the stuff, all the all the injuries he sustained, and he won the match. And. And and it made people like him again. I'd say he's been getting better crowd reactions than he had been. Well, that's good. That's good. And uh, now he is also in the time since this, he has also become a Raw Tag Team Champion. Oh wow! How with real quick with how Braun that Strowman. happened with Braun Strowman? What? Yeah, him and Braun Strowman uh, uh, de- uh, uh, challenged the OC, and they won. Wow! So he's now double champion. Double champion. Wow, what a way to end this episode. What's next for Seth Rollins? Where's Brock Lesnar? Brock Lesnar, uh, it's been confirmed that he won't get a rematch. So, Brock, actually, I think Brock Lesnar is like toying with with uh, UFC shit again. Again, like I've seen him like in the news with that stuff again. I don't, I don't know the exact circumstances. Like, I think somebody beat. The guy he was going to challenge, he's been trying to challenge for a long time, was uh, Daniel Cormier, Cormier, whatever. Yeah. And like Cormier just got beaten recently, so I've seen it, I've seen that like pop up in the news with Brock. Lesnar. I don't know what the hell he's doing. You know, he's he's a big guy that they bring out to do stuff. You know? Yeah. So uh, what's next for Brock Lesnar? Who knows? God only knows. He's going to be the third host on Marking the Marks. With Marcus and Marcelo and Brock Lesnar. I love that, you know? Yeah. I'm sure we can get him on. Yeah, I'm sure. He's, Brock Lesnar is the one guy we could get on this show. Seems yeah. like a, he seems like a very talkative fellow. Very chill dude. Very you know? chill dude. <laughs> can whip up conversation. I can ask him questions. He'll yeah, get him. Talk about, talk about, like, hunting or whatever he does. Uh, it seems like a him thing to do, you know? Yeah. Do you have any idea what he does in his free time? I think he, he lives in Minnesota and I'm like a, I'm like in the middle of the woods and he like hunts and stuff. Do you think he, I think that I genuinely think that's what he does. I'm do, not, do you think he also owns a coffee shop? I think he owns three, nine, three coffee <laughs> Deport. Now let's go through the stuff on the menu at the Brock Lesnar owned coffee shop. Sure. The, so the, the, uh, what is finishing moves? F five. So F five coffee. What else? <laughs> the, the German suplex. German suplex coffee. Right. He's very. Yeah, he's very to the point. Paul Heyman. Could have something with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman the, coffee. Paul Heyman coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So that's what you're gonna find at the Brock Lesnar owned coffee shop. Marcus, what an episode! What a pay per view overall. Let's go to the 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 Marcus scale. Okay. How would you rate this on your scale, on your predetermined scale, which you yeah, know, the one which, that which I you definitely remember, the one that I didn't have to write down. You made it. You know it. Okay, look at SummerSlam 2019 and rate it on the marking the marks with Marcus and Marcelo Marcus scale. 
Do it, my friend. Uh, um, totally rad. I think that actually was one of them. <laughs> do you do you honestly not know? No, I honestly don't. I, re- I remember pretty. I remember pretty dang dope. I remember totally rad. I think. Okay, so here we go. So from I'm going to go from one to five. Okay, right. the lowest on the scale, stank. Okay. <laughs> Fucking I, god damn it! Above <laughs> above so stupid. Above that, uh, I can't read my own handwriting. It says uh, a little groovy. Okay, stank a little groovy. Then I, above that. Pretty sweet. Above that, pretty dang dope. And at the top of the list, totally rad. So there you go. Marcus, how would you rate SummerSlam? I know I kind of ragged on it, but just for the Fiend stuff alone, totally rad. Wow, you're a... It's up there. A, it's, it's up there. Five out of five. Totally rad. Just, just like in comparison to the other WWE pay-per-views this year, I... I think this is pretty easily the best. Wow. Like, yeah, I, totally rad. Uh, so you, uh, where, <coughs> where'd you rate SummerSlam? Uh, not, we just talked about it. <laughs> no, what'd you rate SummerSlam 2019? <laughs> let's, let's go through <laughs> yeah. it again. No, I was going to ask WrestleMania. Where'd you rate WrestleMania of this past year? Um, on the scale that you just read off and that I do remember, uh, it was the second one. Probably a third one, one of the in between the second and third one, so, probably. So three, so pretty sweet. Yeah, pretty sweet. We'll say that. Okay. Uh, for me, I mean, uh, obviously, I'm going to rate this too. I'm going to use your scale. Uh, I'm going to rate. I believe. This. I believe last time we said you were going to make your own scale. No, I didn't say it. no. I did not agree <laughs> with that. No, uh, we're using your scale. I'm going to rate this pretty dang dope. So that's four or right. five. Uh, only because I'm ra- rating it against other pay-per-views, not in the modern age, but back when I used to watch wrestling. It's it's definitely up there. There there was there was rarely a moment where I was uh, bored. Maybe one match, kind of maybe one or two were like eh, but mostly it was just like pretty much good bang like bangers, as the kids say. So I was thoroughly entertained throughout. So yeah, it's. A pretty dang dope in my book. Four out of five. All right. That's it, Marcus. That's the show. This, is, this, is, this, this turned out to be a two-hour show. I did not intend it to be a two-hour show. See, yeah, you always say you don't want to make them long, and then I stealthily just keep talking, and I won't <laughs> shut up, and then I make them long, and then I get what I want. Ugh, I need to go to bed. Before we go, let's, let's, let's key up the next episode, at least one of the next episodes. I mean, we, we might try to do a bonus finally somewhere in there not not even my i guarantee dear listener we will do a bonus episode in between that. now <laughs> and our next episode <laughs> but first we need to say when the official next episode is when is the next wwe pay-per-view it's clash of champions i don't know the date oh god i told I, you, to look. you said you were hours. looking it up you said you were looking it up did, did i say this that? is on you you did you did this like, is on you keep keep talking and on that Clash of Champions, so far we've got Charlotte Flair versus Bailey, and that's all we've got announced. But God damn it, does that not sound like a good match, folks? Isn't that not something you want to tune into the to the new WWE network that doesn't run very well? Isn't that a reason 
to to not only tune into the network, but to tune into Marking the Marks with Marcus and Marcelo. Isn't that a reason to keep up your Patreon okay, stop talking. <laughs> subscription to Talk Film Society Patreon? September 15th, 2019. That's not that far away. What'd you say? September 15th? September 15th, 2019. Right on. And you will get our episode on that show at least by September 30th. <laughs> Yeah, this is coming out almost two weeks after SummerSlam 2019. Um, because hey, I got sick um, after. Yes, that's right. I don't. I do not blame you for this. Episode. That uh, pay per view, and I can't remember the other reason why we didn't record that bonus episode. But uh, we're gonna try our hardest to be on point. Maybe record a bonus and get the next episode, the next official episode for Clash of Champions, <coughs> out. Right after. And, uh, yeah. So I guess the only thing left to do is to sign off. I'm Marcelo. I'm Marcus. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, I'm Marcus. I mean, I'm Marcelo. Yes. I, yes. And I remember Marcelo. You are Marcelo, the context king. I remembered what your nickname oh, was. Oh, I'm the I don't remember mine. King. I remember yours was the context king. You can write that down. I am the con. Oh, my pen's not working. Oh, no. Now I'll never know. Oh, fuck. Okay. Damn. But, uh, hey, listeners. These faulty pens. It's a racket, that I'm, industry. I'm the context king. Oh, there it is. Okay, now it's working. Context king. Uh, look up Marcus's uh, uh, alias. It was like something like um, the guy who knows I, it all. <laughs> I, I just don't remember at all. I really don't. We we will find out, folks. I know. You folks listening, find out for us. Follow the Twitter. Follow at Marking the Marks, spelled the way that I explained earlier. Marks with um, uh, Marking Regular. The Regular. Marks M-A-R-C-S. That's marking right. Uh, uh, marks. That's it. Oh, tw- I mean, yeah. Follow... If you're, if you're listening to this on the Patreon, thanks. Follow Marcus. What's your Twitter, Marcus? At Marcus Irving. Uh, at Marcus Irving 317. I don't talk very much. But uh, you can go over to the Marking the Marks. I, I, I've, li- I've live. I, I retweet wrestling news every now and then. I've live tweeted a few events. Uh, it's always fun. It's always a, such a great time to interact with you fans. If you've got fan art or whatever you've made because you love this show so much, you can email that to us at tfswrestling.com. At gmail.com. Wait, that's our that's, 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 that's our, our uh, official Gmail. Oh, okay, okay. I I, I I think you brought this up to me, but maybe I forgot. I did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was on our last episode that T- I plugged it. I completely forgot. TFS Wrestling at yep. gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, sh- should we open up the mailbag? <laughs> Do you want me to go in there and see what we got? Yeah. See, see if anybody says anything. I don't know if I'm logged into it, and if I'm not logged into it, I'm not going to get logged into it. How are you not going to get logged into the email account you made? Uh, I, I mean, honestly, I want I want to know. I want you to read every email that's in there right now. Okay, I will. I will. I'm going to try to open it. Hold on one second. Okay, I'm going to talk. Okay, follow Van- follow at Talk Film Society. No, no, what? Let me start again. Follow at Talk Film Soc on Twitter. Follow the website itself at talkfromsociety.com. If you're on the Patreon, thanks. If you're not on the Patreon, you can listen to this a lot earlier. Uh, so go to patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety. Uh, commentaries, bonus episodes, uh, Manisha's um, Pod to Be You, Matthew McConaughey series. Uh, I did the episode on 
uh, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, where I got real personal about my life and how I view it romantically. Um, what else? I did. Did, I, did you find it, Marcus? Keep talking. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, uh, uh, what else? Oh, Lord of the Rings podcast coming soon. Uh, we're, we're recording the sixth episode soon, so uh, I'm going to have the episodes up and edited, uh, hopefully by the end of August or September. So maybe if you listen to this already, go yep. go back. Oh, you found it? Yep. Okay. All right. So now it's time to close the episode by opening up the mailbag. Marcus, what's in the mailbag? Uh, Andy from Google says, uh, Marcus, welcome to your new Google account. Oh, thank you, Andy from Google. I love being welcomed. I just, there's a, I had to get a code to verify logging into the Twitter. Um, Kevin tweeted, rocked the house. Wait, what? That's a tweet alert I got for some reason. (laughs) I got a security alert for just logging into the account just now. Let's gonna go look into our spam folder and see. Let's see. I mean, I mean, honestly, maybe one of our listeners. Nothing. Nothing in our spam folder. Nothing. Okay. We're not on any radar. And, but and we, we got a, we got from Andy from Google. Hey, yeah, Andy. Andy, shout out, shout out to Andy. We love you, Andy. Andy, keep thanks. listening to the pod. Andy, uh, thank you for that email. We really appreciate it. There's um, an ad for ASU online here. <laughs> uh, ASU, thank you so much. Um, I mean, yeah, I, we appreciate our fans and keep sending us emails. Keep yes, sending we'll, us tweets. we'll read. We'll read every single one we get on this. Each episode, we're going to read every, yes. every one. So thanks, thanks, guys. Uh, Marcus, now it's time for our signature last words. Here we go. That's right. We know it by heart. Here we go. Three, two, one. Hey, hey wrestling everybody. Good. We want to say we, we love, love wrestling, wrestling today. today. Bye. All of you forgive me.